0: We are thrilled to be here. Well, Gary has been playing with this idea of identity for a while, as we brought forth with the cooperation and collaboration of The White Light, the new program that he is very much interested in sharing with you all called Quantum Life Theory. Part of it is what we had told him about called The Blueprint, and this is an idea that If you could ascertain the parts of your identity that were possibly limiting you, possibly not really who you are, possibly not of any true benefit to you, and you could adjust that, well, maybe you could shift your perspective a bit. Think about yourself in a new way. Let yourself be more open and receptive to inspiration and act on more inspiration, realizing that much of your fears come from an identity that's not true. As you must remember, your identity is just simply this. You are a pure positive, loving being, eternal, magnificent in every absolute way. This is who you are. You don't consider yourself this quite yet, but as you move along and as you shift your perspective to higher and higher and higher levels of truth and understanding and awareness, you'll start to see this more clearly and you'll move through the densities into a fuller understanding of what we mean by this. You are eternal, can't die you cannot not exist. Once you exist, you will always exist. You are magnificent. You can't see that now because you forget who you are in this reality. You feel separate. This illusion of separation is the basis of all fear. Without the illusion, there isn't the types or intensities of fear that you are perceiving. The fear is not real. But to understand who you are in a new way, in a unique way, there are these two concepts that are going on simultaneously in this reality and they help you form this identity or this picture of yourself. Now, that identity has some truth within it. Much of your intentions that you set prior to your birth were based in the truth of who you truly are. With this intention that you set, you also knew that you would come in and adopt some limiting beliefs or believe what people might have said about you. You would interpret those from the innocence of a child that you were back when you began this journey. And then you would form this perspective or this identity of yourself, and each and every new experience would be layered on top of that to bring you to where you are now. Now, of course, all that is perfect because you've made your way here. You've come to an understanding that you would like to feel better in this reality, that you would like to know more about who you truly are, and there's like to be a little bit more effective in the choices and decisions and actions that you take regarding your soul's purpose. To find that soul's purpose, well, all you have to do is do a little investigation into who you think you are and in why you think that you are the way you are and how malleable this identity is. Your identity is tied to your beliefs. One belief will offset or affect one perception of yourself or your identity. So as you adjust your beliefs, as you've been doing this work, as you've been looking at what could possibly be a limiting belief through manifestation events, and as you shift your perspective from this idea of yourself as a victim, meaning that you interpret outside conditions to make you feel something, to quite possibly the creator of your reality, that's a giant leap in perspective. From that giant leap in perspective, you shift that identity. So every time you adjust a belief, you adjust your identity. And every time you adjust your identity, you have access to a new perspective. That perspective then resonates at a certain level with certain thoughts, with certain ideas, with a certain, certain amount of inspiration. And when you've reached a certain perspective, you're a little bit more clear on who you are. And from that, you can look at your life. What were those experiences telling you all along? Well, they were always telling you, that you were either perceiving your reality correctly or incorrectly based in the feeling that you had, based on the emotion you were generating. You call these positive and negative emotions. Well, they weren't really positive or negative. Some to you felt good because they were associated with good events. And some felt bad because they were associated with events that you would not have preferred because you were choosing a perspective at the time that it was not accurate. And so this guidance system was always there, always waiting for you to pay attention to it and to adjust how you lived and how you chose that perspective each and every moment. And because you're emotionally sensitive, well, it caused you to adopt this idea of yourself, this identity. You always thought that identity was accurate. And you just were the way you were. You were born this way. And that it was impossible to change. Now, you know, through an alteration of your beliefs, you alter that identity. Through an alteration of your beliefs, you would adjust that perspective. You adjust the whole thing. Now it's very interesting here because inherent within who you truly are is a code, it's your DNA. And you now know that that DNA, through research that your scientists have done, is two things, responsible for some personality traits, and adjustable. What they don't know is that there's far more to it than that. There's far more potential in it than that. And as you raise your perspective, well, some interesting things happen. And what you're really doing as you're evolving. Is you're evolving through densities, not in this 3D, but from the 3D to other ways of thinking, other possible realities, other possible conditions. And so all of you are getting ready for that now. And some of you have gone through some form of activation and some form of growth and all that is well and good, but you're still a bit tied to this identity, which tends to bring up fear now and then. This fear is, of course, part of this reality, but because you have a choice now to understand yourselves more fully as who you truly are, to choose higher perspectives, you have a little bit of flexibility when it comes to what you personally fear. What you personally fear tends to be rooted in that identity. And if you're able to pick and choose the aspects of that identity that were more empowering than limiting, you'd have a completely different relationship with fear. It would not affect you. You see, fear comes up based on the perspective. And when that perspective is higher, the fear is less intense, doesn't come up as often, wouldn't make sense. You can see this possibly if you can imagine your inner self. Your inner self exists in a non-physical realm, Fully knowing itself and how the universe works, has access to all the information, is knowing. Knowing is love. And love would be then the opposite of fear, or fear would be the not knowing. Now, you might say that information would provide you with knowing. And to an extent, that is true. But there is so much that you cannot possibly know in this reality Where would you get that information? And generally, you would get it from people that you regard as experts in this or educated in that, and you would rely on them to give you information. Yet that information is based in a perception of reality that's quite limited because they do not have access to things that are beyond what they can physically test and research and believe to be true. So all of that is filtered through fear as well. And it's a type of information, but not the kind that we're talking about. So as you endeavor to go within and to see yourself from a very high perspective, you will gain access to all the information you ever need. Because it is all within you. It's always been within you. You've always had access to it. But this fear that you are swimming in, is somewhat blocking that access. And your belief system that says, people outside of you know more than you do for you, causes you to play it safe and crawl up in reserve and be small and hide out from these things that were never presenting a problem to you or any issue whatsoever. What you came to do is expand in joy primarily, but there were more specific things you were interested in exploring this time around. You wanted to expand certain ideas through experiences that seem real. And so you chose a lot of things, time and place of your birth, your parents, your body, your name. And you knew that this would set you up on a trajectory to explore what you came here to explore. And so for many of you, based in those experiences of your youth and that trajectory formed an identity and you sit here with the perspective And you've explored part of what you've come here to explore. Within the quantum life theory program, there's an idea called inversion. And the inversion would be simply moving from the perception of yourself as a victim to the creator, living from the inside out rather than the outside in, living for joy, for giving, for support, for serving, rather than for taking And when you make this inversion, you will start to explore the other side of that which you came here to explore. And in that, you will receive everything you thought you would get by changing and controlling conditions and being different than you are and wishing things were different, wishing people were different. Everything you truly want comes from exploring the other side of what you've been exploring so far. Now, generally you could say, You've been exploring the inauthentic version of you. And generally, you could say that when you invert, you would be exploring the more authentic version of you. But it gets even more specific than that. And so each of you is different in this. You can look at yourself. What talents do you have? What passions are you having? What skills do you have? What are you really interested in if you took away the fear? And you can also look at what you desire now. What's that based on? a lack of something, what do you wish would happen? What's that based on? If you got your wishes, would that make you feel any different? Well, if you're operating as if the outside conditions can make you feel something, then you know for sure it would not make you feel different. But to invert means you'd have to move through some fear. And you really don't want to do that because up to this point, your relationship with fear has not been a happy one. And so you've shied away from it. You try to control your conditions naturally to avoid any possibility of confronting what you call negative emotion. And so negative emotion is typically found in the things you fear, so you avoid those things. But that's what you really want. And if you understood the power and magnificence of who you truly are, those little fears that are rational are are nothing. They're snowflakes compared to who you are. And you are the sun. So if you're ready to think a little bit differently about who you are and then look at your fears in a new way and realize they're completely irrational and they have no ability to limit you whatsoever, and that everything you truly want is on the other side of those fears, then we invite you to reach for inspiration because all of your inspiration will move you through some irrational fear, all of it. And each time you're able to push past that fear and take action when inspired, you're gonna gain confidence, you're gonna gain wisdom, you're gonna adjust that identity, your belief system will soften, and one fear will be swept out of your way because you'll build confidence knowing that every time you do something that causes you to feel a little bit of fear, the fear will be transmuted or alchemized from a limiting to a beneficial or empowering belief, because the limiting beliefs that you hold are simply those beliefs without enough information, without enough love, because love is information, love is knowing, and you came to know, you came to move towards love, towards more knowing, and you do that by pushing past your fears. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I would. Porter. Hello. So I'm listening to you talk about all of this. And what comes to mind is my relationship with my mother. And I was going to ask, you know, it's really easy for me to see how this relationship created me in really impactful and wonderful ways. It's also difficult to let go of all of the emotional pain that I, I guess, put myself through as a child, but it didn't feel that way at the time. But I wanted to know, actually, what I was inspired to ask about this as you were talking was, how do I now launch into... A belief system that I would prefer, which is that I don't need to have a relationship with somebody that is painful in order to become a version of myself that I love, because I don't want to feel like I need that anymore. Well, we understand completely why you don't want to feel that. But for you to become a version of yourself that you love, you cannot have a relationship that is not love. So everything you truly want is the relationship that is love. Because as we said before, love is knowing. And so you just don't know how your mother served you. You just don't know how you chose this together. You just don't know the agreements you made. You just don't know how it's going to turn out. You just don't know what's on the other side of this. You just don't know that you chose to be this emotionally sensitive for a reason. Other people would be in that same situation and possibly go through very similar experiences, but because they're not emotionally sensitive, they wouldn't really understand or move towards a identity that would serve them very well as they were exploring one side of what they came to explore. But when you realize exactly what you came to explore and when you can realize that your mother was indispensable in this exploration, that you could not do it without her, that would be impossible. From your perspective in the non-physical, from who you truly are, from the power that is you in that realm, you know exactly what you're doing. There's no mistakes. Right now, from your human perspective, you say, well, if she was different, or if those events didn't happen, or if she could have just been a little bit more this or that, then I would not have felt negative emotion. And from this perspective as a human, you would think I would have a nice childhood. Yet a nice childhood is nothing. You've had these before. They're all well and good, they're great. But this isn't what you came for. You came to explore this many faceted area of human existence. How can I find my power, the truth of who I am within the illusion that was cast in childhood of fear among those who were taking care of me and guiding me and teaching me, how could I adopt certain beliefs that I know would create this pathway to coming to a complete understanding of this subject? There's no other way to do it. What would you do if everything worked out perfectly in childhood, if you were absolutely cared for and adored as you wish you were, as if everyone would simply hold your hand and make sure that there were no obstacles in your way, and that all your talents and attributes and passions for life would emerge from this extremely happy childhood? You know for sure that your emotional sensitivity contributes to your art. The desires that you have and the ability to bring forth an emotion and then the song that accompanies that to uplift others wherever they are wouldn't be possible without your mother. The joy that you get in life, the joy that you have with your children, the joy you have in the relationships that are wonderful to you, the joy that you have in seeking this higher perspective and of knowing that in you doing so, it can greatly affect others all over the world. In fact, the entire planet, you can't really see it all now, but when you do see it, it'll be spectacular. It'll be so incredible that you will say, I couldn't have done this without you, mom. You will drop to your knees in appreciation graduate, for every single minute of it. So right now, just be aware that you're going through a period where you are transitioning from this person who believed that things were wrong and bad to an understanding that there's so much more going on here that you can't see it. But there's so much truth in what you've learned and how you're living your life. There's so much of an understanding that that trajectory that you've been on and every point on that has led you higher and higher and higher in perspective. You had beliefs that were limiting before that you do not have now. You're shifting, 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 shifting. You're opening up to new possibilities. You're incredibly wise and powerful, but you're emotional too. And that was by choice, by design. Your intentions are very strong, and you're getting everything you want out of this life. Now, most people re- realize this generally when they transition and they look back and go, Oh, wow, I was confused from a perspective of the human, but now I see it now. It was perfect. My life and all the people involved and all the experiences I had were perfect. Wish I could have seen that as the human, but doesn't matter now because that was a blink of an eye. But you and all of you who are listening, you're moving towards that where you can see the perfection in your life. And when you do, wow, all the hurt, all the pain, all the emotional distress that you went through will seem like nothing in comparison. Because the joy of getting to that level where you understand, where you know, You'll have nothing but love. And that's what you want. Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. You know, I haven't, I've not attended the quantum life training yet, but I'm going to. I was just curious, does that relate at all to the I Ching and the Gene Keys? Well, everything is related to everything. Everything is entangled, which you will learn. There is nothing that's not related to something else. There's not anything that's not related to everything else. You are everything and everything is you. In this reality, there is the illusion of separation. So it seems as if you're putting together these pieces and bits of information that here's something over here in science and here's something over here in spirituality and they seem connected some way and then someone has a discovery over here, and someone creates an invention over there, and someone reads about something in history. It all seems connected. This geometric shapes and numbers and DNA and genes and all these things, this idea of densities and dimensions and life on other planets, all seems connected somehow. And of course it is. But you get to piece together what's interesting for you because you can't be led to things that are interesting without any purpose whatsoever. So you have inspiration to look over here and you notice something on your social media and you notice something in some TV show you're watching, a friend says something, a book says something, and you start to put together an idea. And that idea then leads to something else and leads to something else and leads to something else. And doesn't that sound like an exploration? Doesn't it sound like a journey to discovery? But what are you truly discovering? Well, if it's all you, you're discovering you, the fullness of you, and you are everything and nothing, and all of it in between. So if it interests you, dive into it until it doesn't. If it scares you, ask yourself why, why would it? If it delights you expect more of that, it's entertaining, spend some time investigating, it. share it, talk about it, learn it, develop your own ideas, ask within. How does this relate? How does this tie together? What is this telling me? And if you can understand that whatever you're interested in is leading you to discovery about yourself, about some aspect of this reality, and generally moving you towards a perspective of yourself that's higher and higher and higher. Now what happens when you raise that perspective? When you think of yourself as more, as all that is, as whole, as complete, as perfect as you are, when you think of all the people in your life, from a higher perspective, and your trajectory and the conditions of your youth and your body and your personality and all this, all these things, as you see them from a higher perspective, Well, then you have access to more information, more ideas, more links. If you consider yourself wise or an intrepid explorer or an adventurer, you'll be given opportunities to move past a little bit of fear, to ask a question like you're asking now, to understand that you have the intellect and the heart to go wherever you want to go. And it's all up to you. You can literally be having do anything in this reality. It's all up to you. Now you set yourself up with an understanding that this is limited, you're limited. Of course you did. But now you come from that limitation, breaking through these tiny little barriers of irrational fear along the way. And you jump in, dive in head first. Have you ever noticed that humans generally are beings of discovery, of investigation, they're explorers. You look at human history, the last few millennia, it's all been about seeking knowledge and finding out new things. Why? It's inherent in the being you are. You want to know more, because you want to move from the fear to the love, and the fear is not knowing, and the love is knowing. And as you move, Towards more, you discover more about yourself. This is what you want to know. Now, in the non-physical, you exist in this purely authentic being of love that you are, knowing everything you know. But how do you discover more from that perspective? Well, you dive into a reality such as this, where you forget who you are and rediscover who you are. And this adds context, texture, depth of experience and feeling. But uh, essentially, you're a creator. You're creating. And in this reality, you create with the feeling of it. How do you get more coherent feeling? You lead with the heart. And you see yourself from the highest perspective that you could believe. You see, if you see yourself from a limited perspective, what comes to you will seem like it's coming at you and it seems like it's happening to you, and it seems like it should be changed or controlled to make you feel better, that's not going to really work in this reality since you're the creator of it all. Every single thing that you see, taste, touch, smell, hear, it's all vibration that you're creating. How do you create it? Well, it's complex, it's a system. Most of it is done automatically for you. It's like saying, how do you create entertainment? Well, you turn your TV, you watch whatever you watch. Most of it's done for you, but you choose the channel and you focus on what you prefer. But what do humans do? Generally speaking, they're focused on what they do not prefer and they get more of that. Why would they focus on what they do not prefer? in an effort to keep it away from them somehow, to control it in some way. But this is an attractive reality. There is no keeping away or pushing away or disconnecting. It's all connection. Now you can connect with things you think are good and focus on that, but that's not really effective because in the back of your mind, you're shying away from that which you do not think is good or right. That's still connection. And so a lot of people come to positive thinking and meditation and putting a smiley face on everything, but they're not dealing with the things that bring up fear for them. But why would anything bring up any fear for an eternal, limitless, magnificent being? Because you don't understand yourself and your perspective is limited. So what would be the most wonderful thing that you could do in a human life? You could take a leap in perspective. Does a lot of things. It gets you out of the fear and it connects you to higher quality thoughts, ideas, inspiration, actions, behaviors, all that. And so part of what you came to do here is to shift that perspective upwards, to see yourself as more truly, to discover yourself as the creator that you are. Without needing all the details, you simply adjust this identity based on these beliefs that you adopted as a child. And if you can take charge of your identity, well, you can move rapidly to wherever you want to be. And when you can understand that you created all this, you created the trajectory, you have intentions, you understand who you truly are, well, then there's nothing that could stop you. And when you find out there's nothing that can stop you, you'll find out there's never been anything that could stop you because there are no limitations outside of you. They're all self-imposed. It's interesting to say that you come into this environment, forget who you are, feel separated, and then impose limitations on yourself. And you do this because you aren't willing to really reflect on the beliefs you have and how you arrived at those beliefs. But when you take a deep dive into this idea, when you take a realistic objective look at who you think you are, and then the conditions of your childhood and what your parents were like and the experiences that you remember, you can see exactly how you adopted these beliefs. And they were never true. It was just from that perspective, feeling like an individual separated. But if you came in without that forgetting who you are or feeling of separation, well, yeah, wouldn't really be tied as much as you are to these emotions, to the feeling. Since this is a feeling reality, you very much wanted to have high emotional sensitivity and really feel everything. Turns out that how you create this reality is with that feeling. The feeling is generally automatic. And it's based in, guess what? Your identity and your perspective. When your perspective is high and something happens, well, it's happening for you. And so you generate a feeling based in this perspective that's happening for you. When your perspective is low, when your identity is rigid, when your belief system is not malleable, and when you firmly believe that you are the victim, Something happens, the same exact thing, but your perspective is limited, and you generate a feeling, a feeling of being attacked somehow. What's really being attacked? The identity. Why is it being attacked? Because the beliefs are not true. The perspective is not true. And that's why you feel negative emotion. And so that negative emotion then generates a new experience and a new event to show you again it's not true. And it's not true. And it's not true. But from the limited perspective, you believe it's true and you push it away and you think about it and you focus on it and you wish it was different. And then you get more and more and more of the same. And so most people have a lot of that experience. They're, they're fully, fully, fully committed to living their entire life in the illusion of only one side of what they came here to explore. Well, one sign is better than no sides. It's still expansive. But those of you somehow, some way got to this information, how did you do it? Chose to be emotionally sensitive, chose the parents, chose the trajectory, knew exactly what was gonna happen because you are good at this. You've done it a lot, had a lot of experience. And guess what happens? You get to the perspective where you're at and suddenly out of nowhere, all these things start to tie together. And it happens quickly. And then you get access to new ideas because you raise your perspective and new ideas and new ideas and new ideas and new ideas. When you return to the non-physical, you will rapidly ascend from the lower densities down here in this 3 year Earth reality to the non-physical through the other densities. And as you do, you will remember who you are. You will remember all the information. You will remember everything you know. You will have no illusion anymore and all the fear will be gone. And that is a thrill ride, the best part for most people. But if you could do it here while you're human, who knows what could happen? This is the fruition of millennia. What would happen if this powerful being who forgot who who he was, who she was, suddenly remembered while being alive as a human? What could be created from that? Most of mankind has been creating in fear, mostly the same stuff, mostly the same experience over and over and over again with a different background. But those of you who come here now are on the forefront of perspective. You're at the highest perspective on the planet or in history. Some of you are starting to create in love, which means. It's not about you. It's just about the experience or the idea or the empathy, the compassion, the kindness, the trust, the faith, the perspective that you are the creator. What could be created from a human with a perspective that's so high that they know themselves as the creator? Well, they're not gonna create in fear anymore because that would not apply. So who knows what can be created? Really never been done before. New art, new books, new inventions, new communities, new groups, new ideas, all kinds of new things. This is why you're putting the pieces together because with this unique connection that only you can create, from your unique perspective, something's going to come from that. And that is magical. Who's next? I have a question, Joshua. I'm wondering if there are parts of your personality and this reality that are connected to who you truly are and that you carry from life to life to life, such as, for example, being an introvert. And No. No, no. one's ever really an introvert. Well, not the way okay. you understand it. There's two definitions for introvert or extrovert. The definition that most of you think about is an introvert likes being alone, enjoys their own company, prefers solitude. Well, that's not really true. You see, this life is about connection coming from a feeling of separation. If you believe in separation, if you believe that you're an individual, If you believe you're disconnected from everyone else, and if the interaction causes some kind of resistance, you're going to shy away from that interaction. If you've had a parent who you believe should have loved you and connected to you, but did not for some reason, then there's some emotional stuff going on there. And then you create a belief system that says, "Eh, I'm better off on my own. You've had a lover who left you or a friend who departed or someone passed away. You're going to build up these emotional ties to events that felt bad to you, but it was simply your inaccurate perception of what was happening at the time. That's all the guidance system is in emotions. True introvert would thrive being around people and pour energy into developing connections And then maybe go back home, chill out, recharge, and do it again, and do it again, and do it again. Extrovert will go into these situations and get their energy there. So always think about the connection. Am I connecting? And how does that feel? Am I opening up myself to some possible danger or feeling negative emotion? And I really don't want to feel that. So I'm going to play it safe and build up some barriers around me, keep it quiet, keep it small. For you to shine, it involves connection with people. For you to develop who you truly are requires an understanding that everyone else is perfect, that you're perfect and the conditions are perfect. You see, you live in perfection, in perfection. And imperfection is the illusion. There is no imperfection. How you feel has to do with how you're perceiving reality. If you're perceiving reality correctly or as it really is, truthfully, honestly, perfectly, then you'll always feel good. Always. If you're having fun with friends, you're not being drained by your friends. If you're not having fun with friends or if you're not having friends with strangers and you feel a bit of resistance, the resistance is the cause for the blockage of normal energy. So you'll be free flowing in energy without resistance, no matter who you're around. Some of you say, I'm empathic. I take on their energy. And generally their energy is denser and darker and doesn't feel so good. Yeah, there's a bit of practice around that. There's not really taking on their energy. It's a feeling maybe of it. And you don't like how you feel around them or how they may feel about themselves. You can sense it. So their resistance then translates to your resistance because you think it's imperfect that they should be in any resistance or imperfect that this is the situation or imperfect in some way, shape, or form, and the perception of imperfection is the resistance. Those empaths who are practiced at this don't take on that energy because they see all the people as perfect, as healed, as already become. So if you look at any person, Look at who they truly are, just like you. Magnificent, eternal, positive beings of light and love, just like you are. Coming down for an experience, just like you are. Expanding in this process, just like you are. Doing everything they need to do for their expansion. Are they perceiving reality correctly all the time? No. Is anyone? No. Do they need to? No. Will they get to where you are? Yes, at some point they will. But there has to be those of you who go forth and lead this by choosing your perception of reality. And when you do, guess what happens? As a side effect of that, you're not offering resistance as much. So you have more energy. When you understand that leaning into this experience is connecting to everything and everyone because that is the truth of this experience. You are connected, you cannot disconnect. It's the illusion of separation. You are not an individual. You are part of a masked consciousness and you are playing your part perfectly, but so are they. You are tending to believe that if things would be different, then you'll feel better. They're all believing it too. Now, In all of your experiences, all of you, those in the call now and listening later date, there were lots of experiences where other people were trying to make you different. And in that experience, you felt some shame or something was wrong with you or you were abnormal in some way. But for all of you, it affected you a little bit more intensely than the rest of the population because for you to get where you are now, for you to be able to elevate their perspective, you have to be able to really feel your emotions, because this is the generator of the lives that you all wanted to live. You could not live those lives without powerful, deep emotions. Deeper emotions and feeling than can be felt anywhere else, especially the non-physical. In the non-physicals, you will not feel love the way you do here. In the physical reality, the emotions and feelings that you are experiencing, this is really what you came for. You just started labeling things as good or bad. You just started resisting things and associated that resistance with some type of emotion and used that as an excuse to feel bad and this drained your energy. From that experience, you assumed that those people caused me to lose energy. Therefore, to have energy would be not to be around those people. The truth is to not have resistance around those people would be not to drain energy. So if you went into a crowded room, as sensitive as you are seeing everyone as perfect you do two things you'd have full access to inspiration you would feel fantastic because you're perceiving reality truthfully you would enhance the mass consciousness and the feelings of everyone in that room and your true talents and abilities would shine Now, isn't that interesting that that's not quite what you do now? But it's an idea that sounds appealing to you. And it could only sound appealing to you if you consider yourself an introvert. Because to extroverts, that's what they're feeling anyway. So, what would happen if you inverted from this perception that says that I'm an introvert because of other people's energy to one who then Becomes an extrovert. You would literally have explored both sides of that sphere. And from that, you would gain complete wisdom and knowledge of this one aspect of physical reality that would expand your soul exactly as you intended. And then you could move on to some other idea in your next life. But inherently, who you are, yes, you came in with that. But the exploration of being an extrovert, that is a human one. That is only half of it. That is something that cannot be explored anywhere else. Now you're powerful enough that that's what you chose. From your perspective, it seems like a pretty challenging exploration. How do you come from one to the other? I would have to completely change my idea of myself. Well, no, you wouldn't. All you change. It's a couple limiting aspects of who you think you are, and that's not so hard to do. And then you take a little action, get a little confidence, have a little fun, learn something and start operating as who you truly are because we promise you in the non-physical, you're an extrovert. Thank you. Who's next? Hi, Joshua. I was just wondering if you could um, talk a little bit about synchronicities, please. There is a lot going on here in physical reality. Everything is synchronized. There are no accidents. Nothing is random. There's no luck. Everything is choreographed. Everything is always working out perfectly. Everything is falling into place exactly as it should. You're all playing your part perfectly. and. This universe, this reality is set up for one thing and one thing only, to surprise and delight you. And when you first started to notice synchronicities, it was an indication of your perspective. Because to most who are living with a limited perspective, if they are even aware of a coincidence or something unusual happening, they'll come up with some excuse, some explanation. Many times it goes so quickly that they forget about it altogether. They don't even talk about it. They don't want to seem strange, seem weird. But the beginning of this idea of raising your perspective, you will start to notice synchronicities and you will start to realize that you're acting on inspiration because you had to turn your head or you had to act on some inspiration to be in that moment. You couldn't have really gotten there without acting on the inspiration. So the sign of synchronicities is the sign that you're acting on inspiration. The more you see the numbers line up, the more you know in that day you've been acting on inspiration because you got yourself to the place and you turned your head and there it was. When you become more aware of synchronicities, they come more often. When you become more aware of peculiarities with this reality that most people aren't noticing, you'll realize you're possibly the highest perspective in a huge population of those living in limited perspectives. Now, what does this give you? Well, it gives you access to certain powers and abilities that you've always had. Intuition, inspiration, communication with your inner self, having the same thought as someone else at the same time. So thought forms that are operating at a higher frequency, new ideas coming to you, new ways of thinking about reality, new interests, new passions, renewed faith in what you believe is true from this higher perspective, and possibly an adjustment to your identity. You can't see the synchronicities as easily from limited perspectives. If you're perceiving yourself as a victim, you will not notice them. They will not be meaningful to you. And when they do come, because they're so obvious, you'll explain them away. So, synchronous is, is a wonderful sign. It's a first step into realizing who you truly are and how this reality works. Now, where do you go from there? Well, we suggest that you start by this one idea that there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, and everything is right. That means every single thing that you think is wrong or bad is simply limiting you from acting on more inspiration. Oh, I don't want to go over there, or I don't want to wear this, or I don't want to do that because that's wrong or bad. Who says? There's nothing wrong or bad for you that you don't know, that you will not be aware of. It'll be impossible at this higher perspective. If you could rethink every single thing you ever thought was wrong or bad. Why do you think that? It's either because someone in fear told you and you adopted a limiting belief about it or you had some experience the kind of negative emotion you were perceiving reality incorrectly anyway and you felt negative emotion tied it to that thing. Well, that was simply because you were trying to protect yourself. If you didn't have to protect yourself, you'd have nothing to fear or much less fear. If you had much less fear, You wouldn't judge anything, or you judge it less. If you judge things less, you'd be open to more, more synchronicities, more guidance, more inspiration, more knowing, more information, more access to all kinds of things and people that will move you to even higher perspectives and a shift in the way you perceive yourself. Once you shift the way you perceive yourself, well, then you'll see everything differently because your perception of reality is based in that identity that is not true. What you came here to experience, well, you set up a trajectory so that you could experience one side of it. You move along that, you find yourself here, you start thinking about your identity, how that was formed, or was formed from those experiences on that trajectory that were never true. And so now you can choose an identity that actually suits you. Some of who you think you are is inherent to who you truly are. And much of who you think you are is limited because you were taught certain things and you were asked to be different than you were. But for someone like you, who doesn't conform anyway, why would you hold on to any ideas that were limiting? You're brave enough to see yourself as who you truly are, but you're still thinking things should be different. Why? Because you think you'd feel better. No, everything is perfect. Synchronicities are perfect. Let that be your guide. They are delightful. They are fascinating. They're very interesting. What's going on here? Reality is not really working like you think it is. If this is happening, is it some weird, strange event that has no explanation? Or is there an explanation that I just don't know the answer to? Or does reality not work like everyone thinks it works? As you raise your perspective higher and higher and higher, you will have experiences that we label unimaginable. Those experiences do not conform to what you think is true about this physical plane of existence. They conform to a reality that is beyond this plane of existence, that's always been here, but those in fear couldn't see it because their perspective was limited. Fear shuts down all these synchronicities that are obvious to you as you raise your perspective, plus so many other things. But to most people, if they experience something unimaginable and they're living in fear, they would associate it with fear and cause them more fear, so they're not ready for it. For those of you who are reaching higher and higher perspectives, If you're open to the possibility that everything's happening for you, that you're the creator of this reality, that you're all connected, that you're all one, that you're all that is, that you're the universe, that you're the creator of your reality or the source of your reality or the God in your reality, if you're willing to go there, well, then what happens in this reality that the others cannot see is more delightful, fascinating, surprising funny, interesting than there's anything else that's going on in the 3D world where they're living. You will consider the old reality pretty dull, unremarkable. You can have more unimaginable experiences just in your house than by traveling the world. That's how interesting it can be. But to do that, you got to get out of the fear. How do you get out of the fear? You have to adopt some beliefs that are more empowering and let the limiting ones go. Because the limiting ones limit you to a density where it's the same old, same old, boring, same old thing. If you actually knew what was going on, it'd blow your mind. But that's why you're here to brave this new frontier of the unimaginable, to see how high you can go in your perspective, to push past whatever causes you fear and realize it's nothing compared to the magnificence of you. Synchronicities. Whew, that's nothing that's waiting for you compared to that. There is so much out there, so much to be explored, so much fun stuff that every time you see something unimaginable, every time some event happens that There cannot be an explanation for it, and that no one else is going to believe it. You've just identified one pretty inherent thing about you, that you're far more powerful than you believe you are. And this is the truth of who you are. So buckle up, because it's going to get a lot of fun. And this weekend, keep your eye out for the synchronicities, the numbers lining up, the First parking spot in the door, the friend who calls you out of the blue, the offer that arises, the book that comes, the thing you've been thinking about, and the inspiration. Because nothing will lead you faster to the unimaginable than acting on inspiration. And when you act on inspiration, by pushing past some little tiny fear that's irrational, you head towards your power. And with that, we are complete. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's uh, more conversation on what happens when you raise your perspective by shifting your identity. This identity we are now discovering is really what's keeping us limited. As you adjust your beliefs, you shift that identity. When you push past fear to act on inspiration, you move higher and higher and higher. You get more receptive to new inspiration, new thoughts, new ideas, At that new level, you get more information coming in. A lot of you have shifted your perspectives high enough that you're starting to receive conversations with your inner self or even channeling or other empathic abilities. This is all totally part of the system and natural. Maybe you're starting to see some synchronicities and unimaginable experiences. Once you do, that'll show you the power that you really have. And it really changes the way you look at reality and shifts you even higher. So this is all a game of shifting perspectives. You could see that they're really talking a lot about the quantum life theory program. We're going to have our next uh, event here at the Joshua house in a couple weekends. And everything has really been changing as we're going along with that. It's funny how when we start channeling it, Christy and I, it comes through and we see it in a certain form. And then we do some identity work ourselves. We shift our perspective. More stuff comes through. We start to understand how to present this to people. Uh, the first one, we had a great time. It was an amazing experience. But the second one's going to be completely different than that. And there will be uh, three or four people who were at the first one coming to the second one because we will be having uh, training people on how to teach this and how to facilitate someone's movement through their own blueprint and help them shift their own identities uh, if you'd like to get a questionnaire we've created a second one and this is way more focused on fun totally different than the first questionnaire we did so if you got the first questionnaire and you want to try the second questionnaire which is it's absolutely different from the first one and you will start thinking about things in a new way it's totally free so if you want to send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com i'll send you the next questionnaire and you can try it out for yourself and see where your identity is. Uh, If you'd like more information and joining us at a quantum life theory event, or even possibly participating via Zoom, we may have one of these coming up. Um, Send me an email again, garybodley at gmail.com. Thanks so much for being here. And remember to like and subscribe and do all that wonderful stuff you do. We really appreciate you and we'll see you next time. Bye.